Welcome to Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast, a podcast to help you connect with your highest self that features episodes combining psychology, spirituality, and energy healing. Please welcome your host, Zandra Haas, a spiritual wellness coach, psychotherapist, and psychic medium in Boulder, Colorado. Welcome, welcome back, y'all. I am really, really excited about this topic today, clearly, because it it sits really uh, close to my heart. The question I hear a lot now getting more and more popularized is, will therapy help me? And to be honest with you, I never thought that when I was becoming a therapist, it would become like a trendy thing. It feels like everywhere that I look, whether I'm you know, walking to like a local coffee shop and and hanging out and waiting and I'll hear people talking about like, oh, I was talking to my therapist and I'm like, oh, cool. This person has a therapist. Nice. Sounds like they're, they're getting a really good learning, healing experience with this person. Or perhaps I'm shopping at a store for some really cool pants and I'll hear someone on the phone saying, yeah, well, you know, I told my therapist and she had great advice and da da da. And I'm like, oh, awesome. You know, and go on Netflix. Comedians are just spewing out in in a really like comedic, comedic, there we go, comedic way, um, how it's helping them. And I think a lot of people ask the question or are considering therapy. And there's a lot of question around like, will it help me or how could it help me? And what is it like to be a therapist on the other end? I often, when I watch older movies about therapists, there's always this um, kind of picture that comes up in people's minds, especially with the word shrink, right? <laughs> like the idea of having a therapist is this person that as you lay down, right? And and maybe you're maybe not makes eye contact with them and, and free associates and they've got a clipboard and maybe they're paying attention. Maybe they're falling asleep. Maybe they're analyzing you deeply about how you're weird or strange or there's something wrong with you. There's this, this sense that when you go to therapy, it means that there's something very wrong with you, right? You have a problem. There's a problem in your life and you are not resourced enough to be able to figure it out yourself. So there's a lot of shame, for a lot of folks that are considering therapy around like, well, I can do it myself, right? Or I'm healthy. And I really want to challenge that old narrative that having a therapist means that you're not resourced. Having a therapist means that you don't have a lot of skills. Having a therapist means you don't have supportive people in your life. Most of the time, reaching out and finding a therapist or someone to actually support you in additional ways takes a massive amount of courage takes a massive massive amount of vulnerability and it actually takes a really high level drive to want and know you deserve a better life and to know you deserve healing and so if you're not reaching out for a therapist I don't want to put that on you like oh are you are you trying to evolve enough but a therapist is really an opportunity to help you see all these different aspects of yourself that you may or may not be orbiting around and functioning out of in your daily life that you're not happy with and you don't necessarily have the space to talk or practice with someone how to see those things and how to change those things and how to live your most resourced best life. 
So today is a little bit around helping you with the question, if you're holding this question of will therapy help me, or perhaps you've reached out and you've done some therapy or you've been in relationship with different support systems and you're looking for something different. This is a little bit of a map of if you're curious about therapy or you're curious about trying to find someone that's a good fit for you, we're really going to kind of dive into that today. And so the first thing I want to say is that if you're considering like, wow, it could be really supportive or it could be really great for me not to have to hold this on my own and to get space to kind of air out some of these things. When you're trying to look for a therapist first, I like to think of it, even myself, looking for people or therapists to help me, which I've definitely had in the past. I treat it almost like going on Indeed and looking for jobs. I start looking and saying like, huh, you go to psychology today, that's going to be the easiest place. It's like the Google search of therapists. And that way, because therapists can only work within their state laws, you're finding someone that's local to you. You can check in and see, huh, is this person online? Is this person in person, right? What is their background? A lot of times on Psychology Today, there are videos to showcase kind of the person or you can kind of get their vibe or there's pictures of their office, whether they take insurance. A lot of people's therapy can be really expensive um, depending on how you're spending your money. It can be a really, really huge resource and sometimes it's helpful to know, does this person take my insurance or... Do you not want to find someone that works under insurance? Because when a therapist works under insurance, there are very specific guidelines around what diagnoses can be covered. That therapist has to really submit different notes that you're making progress. And a lot of people don't want to be tracked in that sort of way, especially if you're a person that works in like government jobs or wants to someday. You don't want that in your record or don't want those things filed away somewhere on the internet that some agency is holding basically so you don't have to do that as well even if a a therapist takes insurance you don't have to pay um, out of insurance either Um, a lot of times hsa plans also work for this so if you have maybe your uh, uh, insurance doesn't cover it but you have an hsa card you can also pay for therapy usually through that you want to check in with your insurance but anyway going back you really sort of treat it as like huh if i could really find someone that feels inspiring to me and that's a big word here when you're looking for a therapist you want to look for someone that feels inspiring the work that they do lights you up or maybe makes you feel excited you're like whoa I've always wanted to learn more about Buddhist psychology right so a lot of people that come to me know that my roots are in Buddhist psychology And a lot of the spiritual soul work I do comes out of that lens, comes out of sort of a multi-life lens. And that doesn't mean we have to go into that necessarily, but I'm holding this person with the awareness that they're a really wise, amazing being. And maybe they're stuck in certain areas and we have to work to help them get unstuck and using a lot of different tools and ways of processing or looking at things, we do that together. But a lot of people that want to learn about Buddhist psychology or have a curiosity or starting to bring that spiritual lens or um, philosophical lens into their life, they find me because that feels inspiring. That's the path they're moving towards. So when you're looking for a therapist, you want to look for someone, A, that feels inspiring to you, and B, fits all these other pieces that you'd like to get met, whether it's insurance covered, online or in person, what type of modality. So there are lots and lots of types of modalities or lenses or skills or ways that therapists are trained to help you 
understand and heal some of the things that are going on in your life. And so if you're a person that's been given a particular diagnosis, or maybe you think that you might have a diagnosis, meaning, and a diagnosis just means you have a certain set of symptoms that you experience, and it has been decided by the psychology heads that if you have all of these symptoms, they go with this diagnosis. And there are lots of studies and research about like, huh, people that have a lot of these symptoms that connect with this diagnosis, these are ways that treating it really, really works well. So all these different modalities, they help work with different symptoms in different ways. And there's a lot of uh, range truly in the in the community of therapists about how the best way is to help people. You know, so for instance, if someone comes in and wants to work with me from a Buddhist psychology standpoint, I really think that from my work and from how I help people, mindfulness, meditation, awareness practices, um, somatic um, grounding of the nervous system, guided meditation, all of that type of work, I've seen work really, really well for folks that are trying to work with anxiety. They're trying to work with that energy that's coursing through their system, whether it's anxiety, social anxiety, fear, panic, all of that. I see a lot of help using hypnotherapy pieces, using more of the Buddhist psychology lens. So that is a way, for instance, that I see helping someone with. Another therapist might completely go in a different direction and say working with anxiety, maybe they might use art therapy. Maybe they might use what's called, some of these modalities are really well known, like CBT, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, or DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. There's a lot of different modalities. And so when you're looking on a psychology today profile, you start looking at like, huh, it says what they specialize in. So it's another thing as well. When you go on to psychology today, you can specify your area code, what the things you're working on are or the things you're inspired by. You can specify them by modality and you can just start kind of looking through. And the lovely thing is, is that all these profiles will come up. Don't get overwhelmed. Again, it's like a job interview. You kind of rank to yourself like, okay, Zero is this person really doesn't connect with me at all. It doesn't feel inspiring at all. I don't, it it doesn't feel like it's a good match versus a 10 is like, wow, this feels like someone that could really help me. I would try to stay with seven and above and pick three people. That is the way that I always tell people. And it's almost like a job interview. All therapists, for the most part, are going to give you a free consultation between 15 and 30 minutes because they're also checking in on a deep level can I help this person? You know, therapists, sometimes when you're starting out, you know, you're trying to help a lot of people and you're trying to understand the people that you help best, kind of like the clients that you really find that you you um, connect well with and work well with. But for the most part, most therapists are like, wow, I'm really good at working people, working with people that are um, struggling with this, or I'm really good at helping people overcome this, right? So when you're looking at a therapist's profile, they're going to say, these are all the types of problems or struggles or symptoms that I'm really good at helping people with. So you can look and say, huh, is what I'm struggling with on there as well? And again, this can be certain diagnoses, this can be anxiety, this could be 
relationship issues. This could be family conflict. This could be a really um, abusive situation you're trying to get out of. Could be uh, wanting parent coaching, right? Or help with your kids or marriage or, you know, couples counseling. It goes on and on and on and on. So when you're looking, pick three people and schedule consultations with those three people so that you can really talk to the person and explain, hey, this is what's going on. And then you can say, based off of what I said, how might you be able to help me? Or have you worked with people that have struggled in this way? Or what do you? what is your feedback to what I'm saying? And you can check in and say, I can only meet on this day, right? So as a therapist in Colorado, I'm really, really full. So one of the first things that happens is when people reach out to me, I'm like, hey, great, we can definitely set up a call. I'm just curious, are you looking for online or in person? You know, are you looking for, you know, late time availability? I've got just a few appointments. So I want to make sure before we connect that my schedule is actually going to work for you. Otherwise, I don't want you to have to waste your time talking to me and sharing your story. And then all of a sudden our availability doesn't work. So I'm pretty direct outward around like, hey, I want to get you to the right person right away because you deserve that. So there are different ways that therapists work with those Um, types of reach outs but it's very very normal as a therapist to get someone to reach out and it's okay if you don't feel like they're a good fit you don't have to say yes to anyone there are definitely people that sometimes reach out and they'll be talking to me and I'm like oh you know I think we might be able to help you in this way and you know based off of these symptoms or what you're experiencing have you ever looked into x y and z have you ever looked into this type of practice and they're like no I haven't I'm like okay you know I'm happy to set up you know, a a longer consultation if you want to talk a little bit more or we can go ahead and set up actually working together. But it might be helpful for you to look into this as well. And that person will. And sometimes they'll get back to me and say, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I was looking for. Amazing. And I'm like, great. Good luck. Let me know if you need anything. Sometimes people will come back and say, yeah, you know, I'd love to start working together and perhaps I can access this resource later. And then sometimes people just ghost, (laughs) depending on their attachment style, you know, or sometimes people have a fear of that if they connect with a therapist and they decide it's not the right thing, that they're going to let the therapist down. That's okay. I want you to walk away if something doesn't feel good, because there are so many studies out there looking at what is the best way for therapy to help people heal, depending on the diagnosis or the symptoms that they're dealing with. And there was a study that came out a long time ago that actually emphasized that the modality or the way the therapist is helping you is really important, but it's the quality of the relationship, it's the trust, it's that person being able to feel comfortable that actually allows true healing to happen, right? And the word healing just means to make whole. So when we're healing something or you're coming into a therapist and you're looking for support or healing, what we're actually trying to help you do is become whole in yourself and integrate it and to connect in with that deep, wise, knowing part of you that feels grounded, that feels like you love yourself, that feels confident, that doesn't question yourself and knows how to handle things. So when you sit with a therapist that can really hold that big caring, neutral, loving container for you and wants the best for you and yet also isn't trying to um, per, like kind of parent you sort of way. That's a big thing as a therapist and one reason why therapy is so helpful is that even if you have good people in your life that maybe give good advice or maybe they listen to you, what the tricky part is that sometimes 
When you have someone that knows every aspect of your life and sees you every day, they start having preferences for how you should live your life. And so sometimes maybe you have this, you'll be sitting with someone discussing something that's really hard and you don't actually want advice. I don't know if you've had this before. Most of the time when we're sharing with people, we don't typically always want advice. We're sharing our experience. We're listening to ourselves. We're moving that energy out of our space and we kind of get to diffuse a little bit. We don't have to hold on to it anymore. And so sometimes we'll we'll be vulnerable and we'll share something really hard and someone will go, you know what you should do? Or have you ever tried this? Or have you ever whatever? And, and sometimes those things are helpful, but a lot of times it actually causes us to feel more shut down because we're wanting the other person just to trust our process that maybe it's hard or maybe it's difficult, but they can trust that we're going to figure it out. And so as a therapist, we do a lot of, hey, I trust your inner wisdom. I trust your process here. And if something's not quite working, how do we help you look at this another way if that's something you're open to? Or how can we help you develop a skill here about how to talk to this person or to take care of yourself better? Or a lot of people come in and they tell me like, I know there's a lot of um, left brain. Like I know what I should be doing, but for some reason I can't get myself to do it and then we have to go a little bit deeper into the heart space around like huh i wonder why you know this but something in the body a deeper something is stopping you is that a wisdom is it fear is it grief sometimes the body really tries to speak and stop us from doing certain things because it has a message for us and it can be really scary to tap into those things or understand those things but usually the messages from the body they're insights about something we need to let go of or something we need to get over or release. And so sitting with someone who can hold that with you, that's not trying to change you, but can help guide you into that space in a resource and trauma-informed way is incredibly helpful. My job as a therapist is to help you find more and more freedom in yourself, in your world, in your life, and to tap into that inherent wisdom that naturally brings up joy when you feel like you're on your path, when you feel like you're doing your best, when you feel like you know yourself and you're not afraid of yourself. You know, therapy really helps you learn how not to be afraid of yourself because you're looking at all the pieces of you that you don't always feel resource enough to sit with on your own. A lot of people are afraid of feeling into big feelings because there's this sense that they'll die or they'll be overwhelmed, or they won't be able to live their normal life. And so therapists are trained to say, like, how do we tap into that a little bit and help you diffuse it and help you move the energy without getting stuck in it? How can we help you from that place? So I'm giving you a little bit of an idea about the behind the scenes of what, and this is, again, this is my Buddhist psychology aspect, but a lot of therapists, especially in Colorado, especially in Boulder, kind of the hub that I live in, We're really coming from this place of helping you discover your inner wisdom and having a place where you can fully be your authentic self without feeling shut down, without us trying to parent or give you advice or push you in a certain direction. Like we are really helping you carve out that inner authority that really, really enjoys life and knows how to handle things and not saying you don't know how to handle things. Maybe there's so many people I work with, again, that are thriving in their lives they've got amazing families awesome kids they've got a career they have relationships you know and there are also places where they still struggle 
there's a lot of people that are more and more as they get older that are willing to look at what happened in childhood and how sometimes those childhood wounds still play out in our day-to-day lives and we don't even realize it. There are so many things we're not aware of that we still orbit around from childhood or things we do that we don't even realize that we're programmed and sometimes they really hold us back sometimes they have to be updated so therapy is also a way of updating yourself into present time around like do I actually want to keep acting in that way or being sad about this or angry about this you know a lot of people shove emotions down into the body And from like a Chinese medicine perspective, a lot of the organs connect with certain emotions or difficulties in the body and even certain times of the day. I remember when I was going to acupuncture, there was a, I had like a, a really like, um, kind of like fiery, like pain sort of like in my kidneys and my liver. And she was like, ah, you know, that kind of relates to anger. And I was like, Ooh, really? Okay, good. I'm going to write that down. Talk to my therapist on Monday about anger, (laughs) you know, and to process for me, anger, again, I've done a podcast episode. So if you're curious on anger and, and working with it and the insight, this sort of came out of an experience I had at home, but also working with anger in a deep way with a professional to help me understand these deeper layers of where I store anger in the body, where it came from and got programmed in childhood and how I don't want to work with it like that anymore. So therapy is a really cool way for you to update yourself into present time without being held back by some of the things that have happened to you. There's a way to move through those things. Even if they're traumatic things, there's a way to actually shape and rewire your brain and like really ground and honor and help your nervous system regulate through things to move trauma out of the body. It's very, very cool stuff. So again, the question I started with is, will therapy help me? And it's a big question because sometimes I see people say I went into therapy and it didn't help me. And my question would be, okay, can you get clear on what didn't help you? Did you trust the therapist? Did you show up and were you authentic and honest? Or did your attachment style kind of come in and not really talk about the things you wanted to? Did you freeze and you didn't know what to say? You know, did you become overwhelmed? It's really looking into, did you really show up and let the person help you? Or did that person feel like they were a right fit in the first place? So what I have noticed is that when you find a therapist or a professional that you really trust, number one, you feel inspired by, number two, and there's something in their energy field when you're sitting with them that allows you to follow and find a place of safety and resourcing in yourself, they are absolutely going to help you. They're going to help you a lot, but you really have to allow yourself to be picky when deciding what type of therapist or what type of therapy. And like I said, you treat finding a therapist like finding a job. You don't just apply for anything, right? You don't just throw yourself into a job and say, well, I hope this is right, right? You really take your time. You really look at Out of zero, out of 10, is it a seven or above? Pick three people, give them a call and talk to them about where you would love to be. A lot of times as a therapist in consultation calls, I will ask people, you know, in three months or in six months, right? People have different timelines for working with therapy, but if we could get you to a place in three months where you got to let something go and you got to bring something really important or inspiring in or a change happened, what does that look like? 
because I'm making a map of like, what are you trying to change? Is it something small? Are you trying to get a job in a certain area? Are you working with anxiety? Are you looking at past life trauma? Right? There's so many things people come in for help around, but it's to help me get a map around where would you love to be? And can I really help you from that place? I really, really care about the people I work with. And that's a whole other episode to talk about how therapists work with the energy of caring so much and and being in their empathy sort of all day and and seeing people deeply. I'm going to do an episode on that as well. So if you're a therapist, hang on. (laughs) We'll talk about resourcing yourself in a different episode. But really asking yourself, will therapy help me? It really depends on how far you're willing to go to find someone that aligns with yourself. So like I said, Psychology Today is a really, really great resource in a way. You can also look at different directories that might be closer to you. If you go to coffee shops, you're going to see people have cards and posters and things of that sort. So definitely give yourself lots and lots of permission if you're considering therapy to reach out and get an idea of who's out there, who's around you, what are their specialties, and really trusting your heart and your inner knowing around letting someone support you, guiding back to your best self, or as I say, as your soul essence. The more connected you are as a being, not only do you help yourself, you help the world, you help your kids, you help your relationships, your coworkers. When you hold your frequency of healing and health and confidence and trust it helps our whole world so i love the fact that people are reaching out more and more for therapy and if you have any questions around how to find a good therapist or things like that happy to share more resources and details but this is the quickest way i can get the information to you and also help you consider if finding therapy is a good path for you kind of what the process can look like and also what the other side of being a therapist is Thank you so much for listening to my podcast this week. Feel free to check out any blogs, resources, things that I have on my website at soulessencewellnesscenter.com. And if you loved this episode or loved previous episodes that I've done, I would so, so, so appreciate if you'd be willing to leave a review. It can be as simple as five stars. It only, honestly, completely just helps other people find me. It helps people get the free resources that they're looking for. Not everyone can afford support or therapy or coaching or psychic readings. And so I have a lot of people email me and reach out and say, hey, your podcast is really, really helpful for me. And I'm not in a place to be able to reach out for help, but thank you for making them so that I can have more of the support I need in my life. So if you're a person that listens to this and you review and comment on this podcast, you help more people help themselves. So Thank you for considering that. Have such, such a beautiful day. And as always, sending so, so much love. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast. Make sure to visit Zandra's website, soulessencewellnesscenter.com to find more resources about how to transform your life. Zandra is available for private coaching, energy healings, psychic readings, and much more.